I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Live from New York, it's the show that's wishing you a very happy 2023. And look, Brew is back. Brew's yes. back. On Red today's Red show. Back. Oh, it's time to believe in Aaron Rodgers. Why Nick owes the back-to-back oh. MVP a big apology. Meanwhile, oh, that dirty, <laughs> dirty dog Mac Jones gets another W. Why Nick owes another apology, <laughs> this time to me. And finally, as predicted, the Chiefs barely squeak by those frisky Broncos. <laughs> Will Nick give another apology to Russell Wilson? Alongside Bad Nick day, Wright, I'm Nick. Kevin Wilds, Broussard. Welcome back. We're happy to, to have you. Great to be back. Great to bring in the new year. I missed you guys. And we missed you, too. Not and Wilds lowered your chair again. Well, so you oh, once again look shorter than him. <laughs> That's the way it goes. <laughs> it's just the tradition of this side of the table. <laughs> we start with Brady. Back in the playoffs, four total touchdowns, 432 yards, some bombs to Mike Evans. Bucks erase a 14-point deficit and clinch. Here's Mike Evans in a Jordan jersey. And uh, Tom was just dropping dimes. Like, those are some really, really good balls. Like, one of the best I've seen Tom. This is one of the best games I've seen Tom play since he's been here. Like, he, they were, like, falling right in my, in my in the bread basket every time. So, he had an unbelievable game. Right in the breadbasket. How dangerous are the Bucks? You're a, like a low-key Tom Brady fan. I know. Fools. What? Like not you two. No. The, the NFC. These fools let exactly what those of us who have been burnt by Tom Brady mm-hmm. for two decades, what we all saw coming right down the tracks, they've let it all happen. And now the Tampa Bay Bucks get to rest next week. They're not going to. And, oh, we'll see. They get to if they want to. They have clinched. And in their first playoff game, they are guaranteed to be playing one of two teams, both of whom their best victories of 2022 came against. The Eagles in the playoffs or the Cowboys to open this season. And riddle me this. All of a sudden, they look dangerous. Brady looks good. Mike Evans is clicking. The defense is forcing turnovers. And this team could have been killed off four times. In the last two months, Brew, yeah. the Rams were up four again. They were up seven in the fourth quarter. These are the biggest deficits. But the Rams had the ball True. up four with yeah. less than two minutes remaining. Choke job. The Saints <laughs> were up 13 in the fourth quarter, and the Bucks punted them the ball. Remember that? Brady argued with Leftwich. He didn't want with Bulls. He didn't want to punt. The Bucks were like, no, we'll punt to you. Eh, we'll still win because you will fall all over yourself. Christmas night, no one was even surprised at that one. Arizona is up 10. And then yesterday, the Panthers are up 11 in the fourth quarter. Mm. 
any of those teams do their job. And we're done with Tom Brady for this postseason. Mm-hmm. And we all can have a nice, fun, exciting NFL playoffs. Instead, Michael Myers rises again <laughs> like a phoenix from the ashes. And you guys are going to sit here and pretend they're not scary. They're I'm, scary. I'm not pretending, Nick. They are not scary Correct. in the least bit. Correct take. All right? They, this is a man scorn speaking. This is a man who watched Tom Brady beat his beloved Patrick Mahomes several times. Every play, every fan of every team in the league is scorned when it comes to him. Every, he's I'm a Brady all. fan. Even I, I, I'm a Brady <laughs> fan, and I am not. They are not dangerous. Okay. They're n- now. Could they beat Dallas? They won't beat Philly unless Jalen Hurts doesn't play. Well, well I, who knows? I think Jalen Hurts will play uh. if they meet them. But if they meet Dallas, I'll give you this, Nick. Yeah, they could beat the Cowboys, in part because the Cowboys might lay an egg. I really think they would okay. lay an egg against them. And you don't but think when they the, could beat When Philly? I say dangerous, I mean win the NFC. Get, get to, to the, the NFC Championship no, game. No, no, you don't think, no. You don't think there's any chance well, they get to the champ, NFC Championship I, I, game? Super Bowl. For Tom Brady, no. it is Super Bowls, okay. and they are not getting to the Super Bowl. I think San Francisco and Philly are still a level above them. Nick, yeah. it was Carolina. It was Carolina. Carolina that barely beat Mitch Trubisky in the Steelers, or lost to Mitch Trubisky in the Steelers a few weeks ago. Not even Kenny Pickett. It was Mitch Trubisky. Carolina that can't stop the pass. Okay? Let's not make more of it than it was. And in the red zone, even yesterday, Tampa Bay was one for three when it came to scoring touchdowns. They couldn't score in the red zone against Carolina except the the sneak. Take for you guys. They're going to go bombs away against everybody in the playoffs. I'm telling you, that's what they did yesterday. That unless they are down by three scores, here is the, the script of every one of these games I've seen in my entire life against this guy. They make one play. The other team gets a little nervous. They turn the ball over. Then it looks like they're dead. And it's like, oh, Brady's finally gone. And then you hear, oh, wait, dear God, there's Carl Cheffer's music. And there's a late flag <laughs> oh, coming across the field. And it's like, oh, they're still alive. And then the other coach is looking catatonic on the sideline, like, how did this happen to me? And you're, you're saying they can't. I know you say they can beat Dallas because you don't believe in Dallas. Right. If Philly plays them in round one, that will mean Philly is mid-collapse. That will mean Philly has lost three in a row and went from the one seed to the five seed. You don't think that team, with Tampa coming off what I believe will be some rest this weekend, is go, is can beat Philadelphia? A Philadelphia team that will be free-falling? The way Philly gets to the quarterback. What, fourth all-time in sacks in the season this year. Yeah. The way they get to the quarterback, they're going to pressure Brady. Somehow Andy Dalton no. was able to withstand it, though. All right, can I make yeah, a, a hypothetical scenario for you? Yeah. If, if for 11 days in a row I was making you lunch, and every lunch is pretty bad, mm-hmm. and then one day I come in and make you a great lunch, mm-hmm. the following day, do you think that lunch is going to be great or probably I don't bad? know. Are you the greatest chef ever? <laughs> uh, do you have a 20-year history of great lunches? That's I'm a, not sure. Okay, well, that scenario is Mike Evans and Tom Brady. Mike Evans went 11 weeks without a touchdown. All of a sudden... Three yesterday. Oh, Rest of the year, three touchdowns, six interceptions for uh, Brady targeting Evan. So I, I just think this was a little oh. bit of a fluky game. I love Tom Brady. Okay. It's a fluky that, game. It might be. Can I just ask you one quick yeah, question go. on that before we move on? If I were to tell you Mike Evans is going to have one unbelievable game all year, 
What what time in the schedule would you put it to make the Bucks the scariest? Sure. Wouldn't you have said, oh, the must-win game to clinch the division going into the postseason? Like, it would be one thing if Mike Evans hasn't done anything for three months. But he hadn't, and then all of a sudden, the Brady Magic Pixie Dust comes out, and all of a sudden, they look like the 2020 Bucks again. You, no okay. run game, no. Yeah, no, no run, run game. No. Quick, quickly, Brew, because we're going to talk uh, Aaron Rodgers. Would you rest the Bucks next week? Brady I think they to need play. to play and get okay. some rhythm. Keep their rhythm. They're in rhythm. They just came off their best right. game. Well, I would keep rest. Their rhythm. You rest. Give really? them a guy's 45 years old. They've had, like, how many good games this year? Three? Maybe. But yeah. they keep winning they bad games. Uh, moving on. Do you believe in the Packers? Well, you should. They roll the Vikings in Lambeau 41-17. Next week, they win. They're in. Rodgers, to his credit, predicted this exact scenario, which Nick poo-pooed and Broussard said, yeah, that makes sense. Here's the defending it's MVP. Not quite right. Yes, it I'm is. Waiting for my- I do believe in the power of uh, manifestation, and uh, I do believe in momentum. And I believe of the. I believe strongly in the force of the mind. And when you start to believe something strongly, that some miraculous things can happen. You know, I, I, I kind of like it. Can I tell you what's a shame? I kind of like it. Did he manifest playing the worst season of his career? Well, well he manifested he, some wins. You know, you, you wild, you know well, what's a shame? Nick, let's just give Nick the point. I, I, just for a moment. I just, no, it's just a, it's just a shame that Chris Broussard abandoned his Super Bowl pick. What? Because he had him. And then, and then, and then, a couple weeks ago, I think he flip flopped to the Eagles. I don't know. There's so much flipping. You are mistaken. (laughs) No, I I did say the Eagles are the favorites. And you said, but I, I did some. I had last week when I was out. Yeah. I did read the bylaws. Okay, but you, I got deep into the bylaws. They're still mine. The Packers are still mine. But, that's true. Oh, they're still mine. If they get in, they're still mine. Okay. If they get in, that's all I'm saying. Can I? Can I say something popular here? Yeah. Do it. I. No, the NFC shouldn't be scared of the Packers, and I still think they made a mistake How? this last month. This is the Stop this it, is the man. worst take you have. I think this hurts the ratings. This okay, day. that's fine. <laughs> I just I will ask you this question. First of all, if they get in, they will be playing the Niners, and the Niners will mollywop them for three oh, and a half hours because they look so good against uh, okay, Jarrett the Jaguars. The, the, I'm just telling you that's what will happen. Okay. I'm not as convinced as America that they're going to beat the Lions. I don't even think Bruce convinced no, I, I'm they're going to beat the Lions. And the, the question I have is, are the Packers still in the Super Bowl business or are they in the 2022 Patriots business of, eh, be 8-8 eight and eight and try to scrape our way in and call it a good season? You want them to be in the, the 2024 business. No, of Ooh. course, because it's the fastest way back to being in the Super Bowl business. Oh, my God. And, and, and I think this was a massive mistake. I think the fact that, yes, there have been collapses around them and they might end up the seven seed does not change the fact that this makes them further away from winning a championship than had they done the smart, taken their medicine this year so they can figure out if they're trading Rodgers or Love or neither this offseason to make the team better for next year. That would have been the prudent approach. But what I don't understand is why. Everyone is acting like they're afraid of the 8-8 eight eight Packers. And me sitting here saying you should be afraid of the 8-8 eight eight Bucks is ridiculous. The 8-8 eight eight Bucks have a better defense. They have a better quarterback. They, have more, they, they also get a home playoff game. The Packers, a quarterback even yesterday, didn't play well. And they won because of who they were playing. Like I, No, I'm not scared of the Packers. And I'm not certain they're making it. I, look, I, I obviously am pulling for the Packers. 
What I didn't like, and I'm with Nick, I thought Rodgers was a little too self-congratulatory. He called it exactly. They're not in yet. Uh, not in. I mean, that, Detroit is legit. You I saw know. what they did. Y'all hit Chicago, but still, they crushed Chicago. They're, what, 7-2 and two over their last and nine games. And golf's been better than Rodgers it, this year. It, it, look, I, I think they'll win. I'm picking the Packers to win. But I just thought Rodgers was talking too much like they're already in. Like, it like oh, what are the critics were looking at us four and eight, five and eight, six and eight. What are they going to say now? Yeah. Well, what, let's get in first. All if right? they get in, if you give they, them a chance? Absolutely. Oh, you're not. Absolutely. Hold on, Nick. They beat Miami. I know they're in free fall, but still, Miami's t- with Tua. They beat Minnesota, crushed Minnesota. Ah. They will have beaten Detroit. I mean – Minnesota's going to be a playoff team, obviously. So, look, their defense is improving. They've had four takeaways in the last two weeks. The run game. Crazy. And here's the thing, Nick. They know who they are. Yeah. Like, Dallas should be running like Green Bay, but they might let Dak throw 50 times. All right? That's not going to happen with Green Bay. Roger, the split in the last four wins between pass and run is almost exact. Even 50-50. They, what they, they got a run game, a defense, and a quarterback that is not going to make you think, mistakes. You think that, that's a – I know this year he's got 11 picks, but his body of work shows that he's in the not playoffs, going he gets to worse. beat them. Well, let, let, no, he's hot, though. He's hot. They'll be – He's right. You think they're dangerous? Worry about them. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not, he, he, five this guy streak? manifested it. And we sat out there and we're like, ah, I don't know. You want Jordan Love to play. I so still yeah, want Jordan Love He can Love be a little bit cocky. Okay. okay. This is the year. You know there's no world beater in the NFC. You don't think Aaron Rodgers. San Rogers Francisco is a dominant team. They took they, the Raiders in overtime. They, uh, wild. Come on. Wild. They're not that dominant. Wild. Yes, Every, I, I don't know how many weeks of the NFL season we have to show you to, 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 for you to recognize. Sometimes great teams win close games. But okay. the quarterback is a question it, it, mark in the playoffs But, but sure. the quarterback for San Francisco, we'll get to them later, yesterday answered some of those questions. And if you think all of a sudden the San Francisco defense isn't elite, it's not just that they overlook Jared Stidham, I, then that's fine. I disagree with you. The path for the seventh seed in either conference is, well, in the NFC, you go to San Francisco, and then if you win that game, you go to whomever the one seed is when they're coming off a week of rest. The idea that the Packers, who have even yesterday, Rodgers was not very good, that we are supposed to all, the only reason you would fear them is if Rodgers all of a sudden turned a corner. He has not. It's the same. It's, it's Rodgers and Brady. You guys got to believe in them. But Rodgers has Except a run game. Right. Brady has been to game. 10 Super Bowls and, what is it, 14 conference championship games and is an all-time great playoff quarterback. Rodgers, when he's at his best, has been mediocre. In I'm the looking postseason. at the rest of he the He also team. got a haircut. That's what I'm okay. looking at. So I don't know how that went. In manifestation. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Vikings. Well, what are we doing with the Vikings? 12 wins, minus 19 point differential. Kirk Cousins throws three interceptions, loses a fumble. I mean, are you ready to officially say they're pretenders? Brew, I'll start with you. You believe oh, in them? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't believe. I haven't believed them at all. Okay? The Vikings are a soft team. Hmm. Period. They're a finesse team. And, and I love Justin Jefferson, but that was a microcosm of, why they're, of what they are as a team. He let Jair Alexander talk all week, say it was a fluke, what he did to him in week one, and then come out and hold him to one catch in 15 yards. I think Cousins and uh, Jefferson should have been chomping at the bit 
to get a hold of Jair Alexander. And I get he, they did a good job. It was team defense to some degree. But to me, dogs win in the playoffs. And they're not dogs. Well, they're nice, soft, finesse. Let's win some regular I, season. They don't win the more, street fight. I think wow. more the, – the pass defense is terrible. And, right, and more importantly, the numbers for Justin Jefferson – on turf or indoors versus outdoors are jarring. And yesterday the surface wasn't great in Green Bay. And Green Bay did something that this – surface? No, no, no. I'm saying – but no, I'm bringing up because it matters because now they're the three. They're going to be on the road in San Francisco or in Philadelphia, wherever. They're going to be on the road. They're not going to be in their dome. Even at home, you think they could play with Philly or San Francisco? I think they could play with Philly. I don't think they could play with San Francisco. But let me just say something real quick for what Green Bay did yesterday. Typically, you see teams make the decision. If you have a dominant number one, we're going to double him or we're going to put our number one corner on him single. The Packers did something you rarely see. They put the number one corner on him and doubled him, which should have meant the rest of the passing offense, Thielen and everybody, Osborne, as a Hawkinson who they traded for, has a field day. But they couldn't. Because Kirk Cousins went full Kirk Cousins at a time he didn't want him to. And so everybody that said we have to respect the Vikings because no, they are so no. slavishly dedicated to the standings, when we all knew Kirk Cousins was going to have this type of moment in a big spot, we were all proven right. Like it's, That was exactly what you were afraid of. They did a smart thing against Jefferson, and they couldn't adjust. I might, I might buy low on the Vikings. Okay. Yeah, sure. 12 wins. Why not? Okay. Right, I like the Vikings. Hey, guys. I'm a Vikings Steelers. fan now, everybody. Hey, are the Eagles in trouble? Strong maybe. Coming up next, first things first. Speaking of the 2020 Steelers, another team in Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to a big Monday show. Great segment coming up. Problems in Philly. Eagles lose to the Saints 20-10. Top seed, which felt like a lock a few weeks ago, All of a sudden, up for grabs. Here are some scenarios. Eagles clinch. If they beat the Giants or the Cowboys lose and the 49ers lose, 49ers need to win and have the Eagles lose, and the Cowboys need to win and have everybody else lose. Now, Gardner was okay, but has lost two in a row. Coach Mangini, what do you mean? Gardner threw a pick six to lose him. He was okay. I don't think he was okay. I I classified it as okay. 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 Gardner Mangini. He didn't play great, but he didn't play terrible. They scored 10 points. He threw a pick six to lose him the game. That's fine. Dusty, did he play okay? No, he did. He was horrible. We'll edit that out. I thought he played okay. Ah, Super Bowl champion Coach Mangini is here. Nick? Yeah. What's it got to do with Mac Jones? Low standards. Mac Jones is about to be going to the playoffs. All right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> dirty, dirty job. <laughs> okay, sorry. Sorry. How concerned are you with Philly's struggles? Well, I'm not concerned. I mean, I... Oh, you were right. I mean, I, right. I just get to be right again. Yeah, it's right. a nice thing. Uh, how many times have we got to see the example of the team that jumps out to a crazy hot start, looks like a juggernaut, but you're like, eh. Nobody was like, eh, except you. Yeah, oh, you're well, the only guy who's like, eh. 
Who could have seen it coming? We saw it happen with the Ravens in 2019, then we saw it happen to Pittsburgh two years ago, then we saw it happen to Arizona last year, and now they are banged up at the wrong time. They peaked too early. Their quarterback's hurt. They're unproven in the postseason, and all of a sudden, by the way, did New Orleans run for 130 and complete 85% of their passes? They did. Now, because the Giants are locked in to the sixth spot, we'll see if the Giants play or not, if they play their guys or not, they, so the Eagles could end up the one seed either way. But this team is absolutely plowing towards a one-and-done postseason. Mm. And it has looked like that for the better part of a month. And I don't know why you're so shocked, Drew, except for the fact that they're one of your co-NFC Super Bowl picks along with the Packers. <laughs> no, Bruce got I have one in the, the preseason. And once, once it looked like the, the uh, Packers were Yeah, done. once it looked like the Eagles were the best team, I picked them. Well, you you, you threw it in there like uh-huh. as an aside. Yeah. Am I the only one that knows Jalen Hurts isn't playing? But is like, he you brought up the, the Ravens of 19 and the Steelers yeah. of 20. They didn't lose their quarter. Now, if Jalen's out or severely compromised and plays, I'll give you that. But he's hurt right now. Well, but I'm 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 assuming he's coming back at and going to be 100 ish percent. Why are you assuming percent. that? Well, we'll, we'll see if he plays. Okay. All right. But if he's fine, of course, if he's out there in trouble, if he's fine. I'm not too concerned. I'm not getting there. Not a lot, of course. But here's the difference. They, first of all, Coach, they almost beat Dallas with Gardner Minshew. All right, let's, let's not forget that. I know yesterday was bad, and the Saints are playing better football, but they almost beat Dallas, and they had five turnovers in the last two games. What has been the key, a big key, for Philadelphia this season? They don't turn the ball over. True. They had 13 turnovers in the first That's 14 games. That's why it was a mirage. Uh, no, it you wasn't. Jalen Hurts, when Jalen comes back, he will not turn the ball over like Minshew has. That's the in difference. That's why game, the defense has struggled picks? a bit. Against the Bears? Didn't Jalen have two I mean, against it, the it, Bears? So you think that's who he, who he is I now? think that, they, they, that he was not the, the most turnover, what's the opposite of prone, unlikely quarterback in NFL history. I think they were running hot. I think they were running hot on turnovers, days. on uh, injuries, all of these things. The and defense the is great. It, they're great at getting to the quarterback and forcing turnovers. Well, get, I do think that the regression was coming. Josh Sweat's coming back. Look, it, it concerns me that they've lost two straight, and, and it, you do have to take in, in the quarterback situation as part of this. But to me, what's disappointing is they, they were known as, as a complete team. They, they're top ten in almost every offensive category, every defensive category, the turnover difference, all those things were coming into play. In the last two games, it's been a different story. And it, pull up the, the graphic. Just, just take a look at the different approach here. So the 13-1 versus 0-2, and I know you love this, but look look at the difference in rushing attempts. Okay, yes. so it's 33 down to 22. The yards per carry is down significantly, and the average time of possession. They haven't been very good defensively on third down either. So I would have thought that we, even without Jalen Hurts, the rest of the team could rally around. And maybe maybe Dallas was a little bit too, too much to ask for, but definitely against, against the Saints. The, the Saints and it's, it's hard when you've had success as long as they have to maintain that momentum. But I think they could have maintained that momentum if they just stayed true to their character and continued to, to, to run the ball and control the clock. Go ahead, bro. Look, and I think, Coach, you understand this. Jalen Hurts is not just a versatile running quarterback. He's not just an accurate passer. He is the heartbeat of that squad. Like, he's a leader. 
And I think they're not only missing what he brings physically, but I think they're missing whatever he says in the locker room, sure. whatever he says he in the still, huddle. He can still his talk presence, in the locker room. Yeah, but it's not the same if you're not out there. His presence, to me, is huge on that you, team. But, 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 I think that's part but of it, too. But one of my concerns for them is when he comes the, – the reason those rushing numbers, part of the reason, are what they are now without him is because he is their best power back. He is their short yardage back. He is the reason they have hacked third and one and fourth and one. We saw Gardner try it yesterday and just get pushed backwards. So the, if, the, if your quarterback has an injury that he's missed multiple weeks with in his throwing shoulder, are we still doing quarterback power to, to pick up a key first down, are we still doing the rugby scrum on fourth and one, or do we have to be more cautious with him? And if you do, then all of a sudden they're not the same team. Well, look, if they can secure the number one seed and get the bye and he doesn't have to play this week, then we're talking about a lot of time between the injury and when he has to actually play another sure. manual game. Now, he may not be the guy that we've, we've seen to this point, but I think the injury will be less of an issue than if they don't have that number one seed. And he's got to play quickly. Uh, Nick Sirianni should be able to get a win without Jalen Hurts. I think they're 14-point yeah, favorites against and, the Giants. And the last thing you want to do, Giants aren't gonna play? Correct. The last thing okay. you want to do is limp into the playoffs. You, you don't want to go into the playoffs riding an 0-3 right. streak. That's terrible. I thought Dayball was going to play his guys. I know. Vegas doesn't he believe him. Uh, he should I play mean, he's saying he is. We'll talk about them later. Okay, sorry. Moving on to the 49ers. By the way, the 49ers lost two quarterbacks. They're still winning games. Uh, Brock Purdy and Jarrett the Javelin locked in. I guess we're the starter now. Horns in Vegas. 49ers come out on top. San Fran now 12 and 4. Two more touchdowns for Purdy, who has Iowa roots just like Broussard. Uh, here's Brandon Ayuk. The moment is never too big for him. I think um, we're not just going out there and trying to put a, a plan together to where everybody picks up um, and we kind of hide what he's got going on or he's not ready. He's out there leading two minute drives, signaling. Um, out wide, changing play calls um, while we're going in two minutes. So, like today, just really showed us that I think I think this dude is on a different level. And, different level. Uh, he can he play for sure. Wow, that sounds like deal, a comparative bro. statement. Wild's wow, different level, different than whom? I wonder who he's talking about. He just means in general. Oh, okay. it's got not it. a Jimmy wait, G wait, shot. Wait, wait, wait. Got it. Not at all. They Super Bowl caliber team? It's an off-the-cuff compliment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes and yes. They are a Super Bowl caliber team. I give Nick credit for picking them. And they are still that coach because Brock Purdy is playing like Jimmy G. No. <laughs> I mean, seriously. What a take. No. is playing <laughs> like Jimmy G. Get the ball to the playmakers. Hello. Let them make, do True. their thing and don't make mistakes for True. the most part. True. Now, I know Jimmy G, his, you know, you can point back, oh, he ran out of the end zone. Jimmy G had four <laughs> interceptions this year. Mm-hmm. 16 touchdowns, four interceptions in 10 yeah. games. Brock has 10 touchdowns, four interceptions, six games. And yet, he turns it over a little more than Jimmy G, but the key is don't turn it over. Make the nice medium and short passes, mm-hmm. and that's what and Purdy's doing. Well, yet, somehow, despite all that, since week one of last year, six times the Niners defense has allowed 30 points. And only one time have they found a way to win that game. And it was the game with Brock Purdy as the quarterback. They were 0 for the last five with Jimmy G as the quarterback. And yet somehow the Niners in the last two years have had four guys throw touchdown passes that went at least 30 yards through the air. And it is currently their running back. Trey Lance, C.J. Beathard, and Brock Purdy. Conspicuously missing from that list is, yes, C.J. Beathard did it. Jimmy G. didn't. If you didn't watch yesterday and feel like this is the most dangerous Niners team that we have seen under Kyle Shanahan, I don't know what to tell you. 
Because the defense, listen, the defense yesterday was not great, but we know the defense is dominant. And Brock Purdy opens up a level to the offense that Jimmy G did does not. Does Purdy or it, does Christian McCaffrey? I, I like Purdy, the, but Chris, okay. don't, Christian McCaffrey was not there for Jimmy G. He, he didn't was he, well, he wasn't like good. this. He's got his three 100-yard rushing games in the last four games all with Brock Purdy. Yes, but that's but my so point that's, is this. Because with Jimmy Purdy, G was the defense McCaffrey. has to respect the deep ball. And against Jimmy G, they get to play it like the, the whole field is constricted. People play the Niners like they're continuously in the red zone where you have the back line helping you, Coach, because Jimmy G's not going to take deep shots. Purdy is. It opens everything up. Look, I think the Raiders made a lot of people feel good this year. You know, <laughs> and, and you cited one of the, the trends that they broke. But this is this is a, a quarterback that scored 34 points who, who hasn't really started in the game with Stidham. So that gives him some concern. And then when you look at Purdy, the, what he's done has been incredible. He's got 100, what, three 100 quarterback ratings out of five, and his lowest was 88. It's pretty amazing for, for the guy coming in the, the way that he has. I'd say that the biggest fear is there are those, those balls that haven't been converted to turnovers but could have very easily been converted. He got away with a couple of yeah, they, Through the time yeah. that he started, there's been like four or five times where balls have been dropped that he, he just made poor decisions. That's where it reminds you of Jimmy G. Yeah. <laughs> you're, hoping, you're hoping that that's, you know, that that's not going to increase as the pressure increases with these games. Okay. Uh, coming up next, Nick will give me an apology. I Written with a feathered pen. Beautiful. I will next not. on First Things First. It won't happen. I went to the feathered pen store and okay. got you one. <laughs> Do we have a feathered pen? Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Head to Kansas City where the Chiefs escaped with a win. Uh, Twelve and a half point spread, but the old Puxatani Phil of football said, keep your eye on this one. Merged from his log and saw a close game. Accurate. Uh, Brew, while you're out, I, I double predicted this. Not only was it my upset alert, which is not called outright win alert, I also put it in future things first. Oh. A lot of people said, ha, 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 but you put future on there. I'm like, no, that's just the name of the segment. Sometimes we put Russell Wilson on there. Sometimes we don't. So, Nick, I, like uh, I brought several pieces of paper. I'll be honest with you, America, I lied about having a feathered pen in the that's last right. segment. That's right. There's a Sharpie, buddy. There you go. Legal, so it's nice and long, and I want it in legalese as well. No one writes letters in the Sharpie. I gave you the Sharpie because you're the one who owes for the what? apology. For calling something exactly I, perfectly? Okay. A pinpoint Would accuracy? You, you know, I've thought long because I knew this was coming for the last 18 hours. <laughs> and it's our first show of 2023. Yeah. And do you know what my New Year's resolution was for this year? I mean, I could only read more basketball reference. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. My my New Year's resolution was that I need to stop being so humble. That's a good one. I thought. And in that spirit, I want the apology. Okay, for what? Because, first of all, I never guaranteed a Chiefs blowout. 
Did I have them in Nick's picks minus 12 and a half? I did not. Did I, in fact, the day Nat Hackett get fired, say, oh, the Broncos might show a little more fight. I said that. Yet. And he's like, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't nervous they would lose. Oh, but Nick, they were trailing going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, well, luckily they win all of those games. Have they, as they've won seven straight games when trailing going into the fourth quarter. So why does Wilds owe me an apology? I said it was close. Because Wilds, in the last eight months, has said, quote, the rest of the AFC got better and KC got worse. That was he before the year City. started. He picked Kansas City. <laughs> that was before the year. To finish third in the division. Oh, my God. And said I was wearing shorts it's on the board. <laughs> they might miss the playoff. That was not And, and I, then I and jumped I, into a swimming pool. It was 85 <laughs> degrees out when I said that. Yeah, it's all true. And yet I have because it wasn't 2023. And I was, you know, I was trying to be a humble, good coworker. I let it all slide. But now we wake up this morning. Can we show you this moment? This is ridiculous. the AFC standings. Oh, looky there! Looks like the Arrowhead Invitational's back on America. It looks like the Not Chiefs have nice. the best record in the entire NFL. This is a four-hour. Se- we shouldn't have even wasted our what? time making this. <laughs> what do you mean? This what do you is mean? a four-hour. I'm just bracket. counting 13-win teams this in the league. This is like the life of one of those flies that emerges and then dies. There's two 13-win teams in the league: the Chiefs and the Eagles. And the Eagles' quarterback's currently hurt, and our quarterback is practicing catching his own passes because the game's <laughs> gotten boring for him. So yeah. No, I won't apologize to you for you saying the Broncos would beat the Chiefs. I won't do it. To be honest with you, I didn't think you were going to. Okay. Well, good. Uh, Coach. I I think he absolutely deserves, or you absolutely deserve an apology. Thank you. 100%. What did your headline say? You said, what was it? Yeah, kind of close. Yeah, kind of close. That's exactly what it was. Like Nick's tears, which are always made up to, to, to... Support whatever claim, wow. whatever <laughs> whatever random fired. claim the you want to make. I thought I thought your headline was perfect. Thank you, coach. And I thought you took into account the fact that with a new head coach and the unpredictability that comes with that, mm-hmm. and the way that the guys are playing for their jobs, that they were going to give Kansas City everything they could handle, and you nailed it. Thank it you. It was coach. perfect. And you should write that letter, and you should probably write it in person. All right, I'll write it right now. <laughs> no, okay. No, no, no. Like, write it in Sharpie. Okay. All right, Wilds. Yeah. You know it pains me to do this. Nick is right. Oh. Thank you, no. Bruce. Nick is right. Welcome when back. When I first joined the no. show. Thank you. And I was oh trying my to ease my way ago. in. Yeah. I was trying to ease my this way in. Correct. I would play the upset alert like this. Oh, it's an alert. This yeah, game will be not close. a real pick. And what you used do? to destroy me. Yes. You well, mocked me. You ridiculed me. Bruce yeah. Art, make a call. That, yeah. All that stuff. Yes. And now, and, and that's the first thing. Oh, okay. The second thing is this. Yeah. It's where you fall in. Give it to him, bro. You were the king. Yes. Yeah. Or heavy as that. Punch Donnie Phil, all that. that yeah, you, yeah. you were. You had people coming up to you on the street. Yeah. What's the next upset? I know. What's the next upset? I know. And now, it'd be like Luca. Luca's dropping 35, 10, and 10, right? It'd be like all of a sudden Luca gets great at the small things, setting screens, mm-hmm. you know, uh, hustling, yeah. getting, getting loose balls, <laughs> all that stuff. He's doing good stuff, but we this won 35 not... okay, from Luca. This is you. You were on that Luca pedestal, you and what? now you're majoring exactly right. in the minors. I accept it. It's the fall. Yeah. That's the what wind blows hard at the top of the mountain. Yeah. I accept your criticisms. Okay. Uh, Coach, I want to show you a graphic that's something that – 
Tell me if it's concerning or not. How Mahomes you, throwing the ball to the wrong team. How? These are the facts. I don't know. Can we wow. show facts on the show? Wow. Or you just want to have a bad roast of me? That's uh, a good fact. That was like a little mean spirit. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, Dak has 13 interceptions. Mahomes has 10. So ridiculous. Uh, Carr has 10. He doesn't have a job. And then uh, Josh Allen's got nine. Josh Allen has nine. But you always tell me that Josh Allen's it's an issue. Yeah. But now this guy's throwing the ball to the Broncos. Okay. Go ahead. Coach, Coach. are you worried about it? Are you worried about Patrick Mahomes? Is the question. I think anytime your interceptions start to get up to that level, especially if you're criticizing other quarterbacks who are yes. at that level. Mahomes does not criticize any quarterbacks. I think if you're like people <laughs> who criticize other quarterbacks who get to that level, I, yeah, there's an element of concern. Okay, so here's the deal. The Patrick Mahomes, interceptions are a part of quarterback rating and QBR. Patrick Mahomes leads the NFL in QBR by a mile and leads the NFL in quarterback rating amongst quarterbacks that are still playing. Tua right now is actually like a couple tenths higher, but Tua's out. He leads the NFL in touchdown passes. Yesterday, he had a second 5,000-yard season. Nobody seems to care. He joins Brady and Breeze as the only guys to do that in multiple seasons, and nobody can even say it's a 17-game thing because he did it in the 16th game. And the Chiefs, by the way, do have right now, this moment, the best record in football. And another fun little stat – Tyree Kill, who the Chiefs were going to fall apart without, has fewer touchdown catches this year than the Chiefs' third-string running back, Jarek McKinnon. Ooh. So I think Patrick Mahomes is okay. finding a way to make it work. And no, I don't. Four of those ten interceptions have come against the Broncos, who we have annihilated. Annihilated? For, well, we haven't lost to them since Obama was oh. president. So yeah, I'd well, say we've you, annihilated. You barely you struggled the, with them this year. Well, it struggled. We were up 27-0 one game. This game, we were up 10 in the fourth quarter. I wasn't too worried about the Broncos either time. But you guys can keep picking against the Chiefs. It's worked out great. They're 13 and 3, and they're the one seed right now. (laughs) He just put him on alert. Put him on alert. Coach? Accurately put him on alert. Thank you, Coach. Okay. You're the Perfect. king, Wow. Thank you. We're going to have a segment there. Oh, we're talking training. about the prince who was promised. Is he poised for a playoff run? Didn't throw an, in- he threw an interception and no touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Well, thanks for joining us on this big Monday show. Stay with us all week. The best segment in all sports media, the committee meets Tuesday nights for a Wednesday 4 o'clock Knicks tears. And then on Thursday, the illustrious return of the Bud List, 4 o'clock Thursday. Did you notice this weekend it looked like the NFL, a lot of the guys were lacking in motivation? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because last week there was no Bud List. Yeah, I agree. So, Brew, the responsibilities significant. We welcome you back. Afternoon headlines. Giants. In the playoffs for the first time since 2016, Daniel Jones, two touchdowns through the air, two on the ground, may have played himself into a contract. Coach, we're going to start with you. You were big on the Giants and your guy, Brian Dayball, for a long time. And now we are reaching the promise of the premise. Do you believe that the Giants can be scary as we head into the playoffs? Yeah, I I believe it for for a couple of reasons. One, they pressure more than anybody defensively. So you can create plays that way. They do a great job by not missing very many tackles. So you can, you can potentially generate some plays there. The guys do a good job of holding up defensively on the back end. They're plus two in giveaway-takeaway ratio. 
That's encouraging, and they're one of the top teams running the ball. And Brian's done stuff with his team throughout the course of the year that nobody would have expected. And even down the stretch, there were times where I was looking at who they were playing thinking this is going to be, this is going to be a tall task, but they figured it out. And, and when you get a team like that in the playoffs – Coaching I, analysis, either guarantee a win or you don't. <laughs> oh, I'm, 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 I'm thinking the, the upset alert thing. Yeah, yeah, he's going to put a spotlight on upset yeah. alert. How do, how do I do that? How do I finesse that? Exactly. Right. Right. Well, so right. I guarantee a win. Oh, they, uh, they do well. Yeah. So, listen, they're locked <laughs> into the sixth seed, and it looks like Minnesota is going to be the three in all what? likelihood. And we saw them play that game, and, and they lost, but they lost on a 61-yard yeah, field goal at the end. So, here's the deal. So, could they beat Minnesota? Maybe. Do I think they're a scary playoff team? Absolutely not. Do I think Dable deserves a ton of credit? A thousand percent. This was, they banked these early wins, which allowed when the, you know, Saquon regressed a bit and the wide receiver injuries caught up to them, they were able to, they started six and one, and they have three wins since mid-October, and they're against Houston, Washington, and Indy. But it's enough to get in the playoffs, sure. and to be locked in the playoffs with a week to and go. They're playing like their ace-string offensive line, but they're right. pulling that, people off the street. They, they, the wide receiving core in the offensive line is decimated, and they're still nine, six, and one. So I think they deserve a ton of credit, and because Minnesota is so fraudulent, I actually do give them a shot in that game, but do I look at them that they could go on a run like we've seen Giants teams go on when they get in the playoffs? Absolutely not. But I still think Dayball might be coach of the year. Yeah. I think he might deserve coach of the year for what he's done. Look, Dayball's been phenomenal, but no, they're not scary. I mean, again, they could beat Minnesota just because of Minnesota's issues, but no, they have no chance of getting out of the NFC. Right. They're 0-4 against teams with uh, mm, winning like records. Uh, quickly, are you giving Danny Dimes a new contract? That's so – that is so complicated because there's more teams that need a quarterback than quarterbacks that are going to be available. And Daniel Jones, to his credit, has cut out the fumbling, which was made him unplayable his yep. first few years, and Dable deserves credit. But I would imagine Dable knows what his offense can be like with a dynamic quarterback. He saw it in Buffalo. Absolutely. So maybe a short-term one if you'll yeah. take it. But you only, have one franchise, you only have one franchise tag, and Saquon and Daniel Jones are both up. So it's mm. complicated. Did uh, you notice he called Josh Allen? Oh, he's dynamic. Dynamic. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it comes from the word dynamic. He thought he slid. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he slid. Well, uh, I knows. Yeah. The prince who was promised had a touchdownless game. With an interception, but Jacksonville did route the Texans, setting up the matchup with Tennessee next week. Basically for all the marbles. They could get in with a loss, but they should win. Nick, is there any concern for uh, TPTWP? Oh, of Whoa. <laughs> That's the prince that was promised. Uh, no, of course not. Listen, they're going to clinch on Saturday, and the NFL understands what a ratings bonanza Trevor Lawrence is, which is why he gets the Saturday night primetime game. Okay. Uh, and... We do need to take a step back and, and ask ourselves, where does this rank among all-time rookie seasons? This is Wait, what, what a take. What? I, I respect the take. Well, he is, though. I, I, Urban Meyer year gets, gets, gets scratched no. from the books. Urban Meyer, great well, college coach, clever. good colleague at Fox, clever, was not a great not NFL true. coach. So this is his first real year, and what has he done? He has taken the Jacksonville Jaguars to where they don't even have to win Saturday and they might make the playoffs, I mean, they have to, but they're, they're going to win though. Saturday. And I, I'm telling you, the conversation is going to be going into next year. Is he a top five quarterback? A top five? It, Mahomes, Burrow, and Allen are locked in to the top five. Those other two spots are open for debate. 
Herbert, and if you are tell, I think he's better than Herbert. Lamar. Lamar. Like, well, Lamar's. They can't Lamar do it. Plays they're, a college football they're Super Bowl contender with Lamar. They can't even win well, a Super game Bowl contender him. with Lamar. Is that, the the Rams. Oh, okay, no, no, no. I thought you were saying the Jags would be. He's top five quarterback. I'd rather have him than Lamar. I'd rather have him than Herbert. I would flatly. Now you want to say Brady is grandfathered in, so be it. But yeah, so that's going to be the conversation. He's going to beat Herbert in round one, by the way. Chargers are going to Jacksonville. He's going to beat Herbert. I don't know. Were you not here for the announcement with the trumpets? <laughs> we already told you. He's yeah, if they lose to Tennessee, how are you feel? He's not losing to Tennessee and Josh Dobbs. I think they I know might Rabel's lose your to guy. Tennessee. Tennessee hasn't won since Halloween. He's not going to lose. They've been saving it. They put it all together. He's not going to lose. Everything. And he didn't even play the full game, Wiles. They pulled. Him. Beat the Texans. Well, he had was five he completion, right? Or You're not putting Jalen Hurts top five MVP? Or excuse yeah, me, top Hurts five too. QB? We didn't no, mention him. I'm not putting Jalen Hurts as top five quarterback. Okay. Oh, you guys are? You guys are going to Top be- five? Yeah, he well, might win see. MVP. You said as next He's season, let's MVP. see what happens. Let's, yeah, let's see. Let's see what happens. Okay. That's a quick preview of next football year. <laughs> <laughs> football Monday. Uh, talk commanders. Uh, hotbed of sports media. Uh, surprise, Carson Wentz, not good. Also, a surprise to Ron Rivera, you're out of the playoffs. Take a listen to the coach after the game. <laughs> to clarify, you said you would talk about quarterback next week. If you guys are eliminated today by what happens at 4 o'clock, is Sam Howell in consideration? We can be eliminated. Yeah, if the Packers beat the Vikings, oh, then you guys are eliminated. Not great. <laughs> Not great, bro. No, no. And I like Ron Rivera. He seems like a great man. Everybody loves him. But that's big. I mean, do you, if you know you could be eliminated from the playoffs, do you start Carson Wentz over <laughs> Heineke? I don't know. I mean, Heineke, I know he couldn't move, you know, the team the last few weeks, but he still had like five touchdowns and one pick. And they played three playoffs, the Giants twice and the Niners. And you throw in, you know, Wentz, who's been – this is big. I, I, you know, Coach, he's got to know, right? Yeah, I, I would think. It didn't seem would, like he knew. No, I, what I'm saying, he's supposed to know. I oh, agree oh, yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did look a little bit surprised by that, but maybe that was just because he was so focused on his own game. That's what he said. <laughs> he, didn't, <laughs> he, he didn't even want to talk about what someone else could do, and he wanted to control the things that he can control. Could could he have answered that question a lot better? Yeah, he probably could answer okay. that question a lot better. Here's the thing: staff. If you himself. know it's an elimination game. Now, maybe Dan Snyder meddled with it and made him start wins. And I always, I, I always want to rem- remember, sometimes owners screw with things and the coach just has to take the fall for it. But if he started Wentz on his own volition in a must-win game, that's as, that's as bad as the great Pro Bowl moment was, the viral video well, there, was going. There's no doubt in my mind that he started Wentz on his own volition. Like, he didn't, he didn't start Wentz because he thought this game wasn't meaningful. He started Wentz because he thought that Wentz could give okay. him the best chance. Well, that's there, a There's absolutely decision. no there, – there's you know, no, But you don't think there's a chance the owner think... told him I won't Wentz in? I... No, no, there could, be, there could be that component, but there's no way that, that – he he was tricked into no no no. Wins. I like, had he known it was a must win. Yes, maybe he yes, made he wins. He made, he made that decision. That's fine. As a deliberate decision, thing the, that Wentz gave him the best the chance. The two to win. worst no games my mind. of Carson Wentz's career were blowing the playoffs and by, by QBR or by rating. The blo- week 18 last year against the Jags, 
and then Week 17 this year against the Browns. You can't play Carson Wentz in a must-win game, and when you see he doesn't have it, you've got to pull him early. And I think if he knew they would be eliminated if they lost, he might have pulled him, and he didn't. That's bad. Okay. I'm kind of done with the Carson Wentz. Like, yeah, let's give him another shot. No, he's no, he's yeah. had him. Just have him feel. I mean, he'd be the best quarterback on the Patriots. Oh, you mean the playoff down Patriots? Okay, well, <laughs> better than that dirty, dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome back to the show, everybody. My name's Kevin Wilds, and I'm here with uh, Nick Wright and talking about the Bucs. Uh, Brady's back in the playoffs. Three touchdowns, 432 yards. Some bombs to Mike Evans. Here's Mike Evans now wearing a Jordan jersey. And uh, you know, Tom was just dropping dimes. Like, those are some really, really good balls. Like, one of the best I've seen Tom. This is one of the best games I've seen Tom play since he's been here. Like, he, they were, like, falling right in, my, in, my, in the breadbasket every time, so... He had an unbelievable game. Coach Mangini's back with us. Brew, how dangerous are the Bucks? Look, if they meet Dallas, and you, I just don't believe in Dallas. I think Dallas will self-destruct. So Tampa Bay could beat Dallas. But as far as win the NFC, no, I don't see it. And I think they've got no run game, even as bad as Carolina's defense is. All right. They still only got 67 yards rushing. And they still have trouble scoring in the red zone. That's the thing. I mean, all their touchdowns were three long passes. They were great. He was he, uh, Evans is right. I mean, he threw the ball terrifically. But do you? That's bad Coach. defense to me. You Coach. think that teams are gonna let Brady just go bombs away? No, man. In the playoffs? For 20 years. No, they're not. They they won't will Coach, not win the NFL. These guys won't learn. I learned, America. Okay. I, I oh, learned. You could go coaches hey. with me. I don't know uh, where he's at today. Well, uh, well let's find out, Coach. You I'm, go ahead. How dangerous are the Bucks? I have. I still have trouble with the Bucks. The only reason I don't, Thank I you. would, I would say there's any chance is because of Tom. But, but listen, when you watched the game last week, if the punter doesn't make an incredible play for the Bucks, that's a problem. If Sam Darnold doesn't turn into Sam Darnold at different points in the game, that's a problem. Right. And why are you playing press man-to-man defense? Against yes. the cat that burned you not once, not twice, Thank but you, three coach. times. Like at some point you think, hey, let's play split safety and get someone over the yeah, top of this guy. Yeah, of course. That just beat us. Right. Is a playoff team doing that? 60 yards, I don't know. 50 yards. Coach it's is like, like, you know, if not for the punter making an amazing play. And, yes, and if not for uh, the, the tuck rule and Vinatieri <laughs> making amazing plays and all of a sudden the Rams in 2018 and in 2001 going from the most explosive offense in football to then they, they have their worst game in years against Tom Brady's yeah, defense, yeah. even though he's not on defense. Guys, I've watched this since I was in high school. And I told you a month ago that Bucks. We're going to lose badly to the Bengals and whoever they were playing, the, the Niners. Mm-hmm. And everyone's going to write them off. And then they were going to get hot at the end of the season. And now they somehow can rest everyone in week 18 if they want to because they've clinched it. And it's because these teams self-destruct. But, Nick, is, but, you watched that game yesterday and you're like, wow, the Bucks are hot. No. I, like that right. any point during they the game, you're like, to win. if I, anything, it was like, Carolina, how, how, how is this happening? I watched the how game. How is this happening? Coach, I watched the game, and I said, oh, the scariest thing about the Bucks' offense was used to be the Brady-Evans connection. You would hope it doesn't get back going. And he throws for 450 yards oh, and God. three bombs to Mike Evans. Coach, can, can I speak for my friend Nick First Wright? Uh-huh. Nick, okay. I'm going to give you a compliment. Oh. You are one of the best and most factual 
analysts in all of sports media. Thank you. And when it comes to Tom Brady, mm-hmm. you've studied the numbers, you've watched the games. Coach, I swear to God, this is the analysis. He's got pixie dust he sprinkled yes. on the team. <laughs> and I had a That's dream that this guy is showing up in the conference and championship game. Dream. I, really, I really think that this is Nick trying to will Tom. Oh, no. yes. Like he's well, one of those guys. He's like, trying to oh, he's so great. He's so great. Wild. Secretly hoping if he but, praises him, yep, he'll I agree. fall off. Coach, I'm going to show you this graphic. Yeah, Brady this season. The rest of the game, the first quarters, one through three, 11 passes. 11 pass touchdowns. 11 pass touchdowns. Yeah, that, he doesn't run the ball that much. <laughs> <laughs> but in the fourth quarter, 13 touchdowns. That- so, Coach, is there anything to Nick's dream and pixie dust theory that teams, that not only is Brady clutch, obviously, but teams are collapsing? We refer to it as like the Tiger Woods effect. That yes. teams just don't know what they're doing and allow them to cook so much in the fourth quarter. Well, I think that Tom knows exactly what he's doing in those situations. And I do think there's, there's an element where Tampa should probably put the offense into his hands earlier. Let Whoa. him go no huddle earlier. Let him take control of the play calling earlier. And not that he doesn't have influence on what's being done, but let him run yes. the operation. And, and to me, that gives him the best chance <laughs> to, to be successful. No, I want to not talk about well. my dream. I just want to explain to you guys that if it happens uh, 35 times – it's not a coincidence. And four times this year, the Bucks could be dead. And the other team just implodes. And if you don't think there is something to it, be, be it the officiating, the juju, the fear of Brady, these are just the fourth quarter deficits, but it's way worse than that, bro. Which one of those teams is good? It's not a who's <laughs> I mean, really, it's not a who's None of those right? teams will be in the playoffs, under- and they were down big in I, the fourth quarter. I That's get the problem. that. I understand that. But I'm, the Rams were up four with the ball inside the two-minute warning. And lost. New Orleans was up 13 with Tampa punting with eight minutes left and lost because remember Mark Ingram's like, I'll just run out of bounds. I could have gone, I'll just run out of bounds. Arizona (laughs) was up 10 in the fourth and then lucky to get to overtime. Carolina was up 11 in the fourth and they're all of a sudden kicking onside to try to save the game. I, I, I want Tom Brady to win. I want Tom Brady to keep going for it. I'm just struggling watching the penalties, the drop passes, the lack of a yes. running game, the inconsistency, those things have been difficult to stomach throughout the What I'm going to struggle watching, oh, Wilds. In the playoffs? Well, let's look, at the, let's look at the playoff picture. Yeah. Because to Bruce's point, none of those teams at those monster comebacks are No, they didn't need to come back when they played the, the Cowboys. They beat them 19-3. to Who would they play in the first they round, Wilds? If, if, if the, the playoffs started today, which everybody would be on short rest playing a Monday afternoon, <laughs> It would be the Cowboys <laughs> going to Tampa. Okay. So I'll go back to you. Yeah, Brew, you call that you're game. Proving my point. You're but, saying the Cowboys could get beat. Right. And if the Cowboys get beat, it is then playing an Eagles team who they annihilated in the playoffs last year, who hasn't looked good in weeks, whose quarterback is banged up, and whose coach has no experience and quarterback has no experience. You're telling me you are dead confident that the limping Philadelphia Eagles with no Lane Johnson against that defense aren't going to all of a sudden be like, God dog it. Tom Brady's in the NFC Championship game again, and his path there was Mike McCarthy, the Eagles, and then Brock Purdy. That's not part of Tom Brady's if whole Jaylen football life that he's going to get Brock Purdy for an 11th trip to the Super Bowl. Okay, maybe, That's this, what's gonna maybe this fits your dream, all right, that J- Jalen might not play. I okay, Jalen's 50%. All right, I'll give you that. 
If he can play and he's close to who he is, they are not losing to Tampa Bay. The defense, you know how much pressure the best uh, got the most sacks in the league, yeah. one of the most historically. They are going to pressure Brady, and that's when he struggles. Okay, we already have you him can relax now. You I can just relax want, to, I want it to be understood. Right. Two weeks ago, you guys had him losing the division. Now Brew is talking about well, that the Cowboys are. Uh, I can't uh, wait until we see him in the he Super He doesn't Bowl. really struggle against pressure. He's actually pretty effective against pressure. <sighs> it's whether or not you can push the pocket. Yeah, get yeah. him off the spot. That yeah. Okay, yeah. That's all be great, guys. Listen, I'm, I'm angry with the Rams, Saints, Cardinals, and Panthers because they could have ended this. And instead, it's, it's Halloween well, part 14. <laughs> now we're going to talk about the power of manifestation. Okay, oh, good. We'll enjoy this. Oh, yeah. Oh, my dreams. dreams are silly. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> if you believe in something, if you want something, say it. And that's the first step. That's what Aaron Rodgers did, and look at the Packers now. Next week, they win, they're in. Here's Aaron Rodgers with a new haircut. I do believe in the power of uh, manifestation, and uh, I do believe in momentum. I believe, of the, I believe strongly in the force of the mind. And when you start to believe something strongly, that some miraculous things can happen. Bro? First of all, Coach may not know. They were my preseason pick to reach the Super Bowl. Yeah, They, they, they were. So we'll see. And pick right. the Eagles. No, but look, I was bothered yesterday, Coach. I, I thought Aaron Rodgers spoke as if it's already accomplished. Like they've already won the five straight and gotten into the playoffs. He challenged the media. What are they going to say now? Well, if you lose to Detroit, these four games don't matter. You know, so – and I think Detroit is tough. I'm picking the Packers. But I think Detroit, it's not going to be an easy game. But if they get in the playoffs, I will repeat what I said last week, Nick. They will be dangerous. No. They got a, the defense is playing much better. They're starting uh-huh. to get takeaways. They got a run game that is great with Aaron Jones and Dylan. And they, they only want, like, they're not relying on Rodgers throwing 40 times anymore. But when you have the great run game, the really good defense, you got a quarterback that doesn't make mistakes, I I think that's a formula, especially in this NFC where it's pretty open. I think that's a formula to do some damage. I I thought the greatest point he meant was was the force of, of momentum. And that's what they're going to have that, that makes them scary in my mind. It'd be, what, five, game, five straight games yep. going into the playoffs? And that's a, a pretty serious run they had to go, go through, right? Miami, Minnesota, and then Detroit to get there. And then you add the, the, the Rodgers wild card because at any point he can explode. It hasn't been that throughout the course of the season. But, but put him in that environment with that type of momentum from, the, from, from a team perspective – which to me is different than Tampa. Well, so that's they're going in with a much stronger okay. momentum. Okay, so it just, by the way, it just came out. The, the NFL, in my opinion, is putting their finger on the scale a bit in favor of the Packers because the Packers are going to be the Sunday night game. It just got announced moments ago while we were actually in the previous topic, which is great for them because if Seattle wins earlier in the day, Detroit knows they're done. So there's a chance Detroit goes into that game knowing their season's over. Now, I think for Dan Campbell, they're probably going to play hard no matter what. Yeah, you think but they that, would take Yeah, it. I don't think they're going to well, No, well, I just – I, I think mentally yeah, you nature. can have a bit of a disappointment right. if it's like it, – oh, now, flip side is, I guess if Seattle loses, Detroit knows for certain we win and we're in. And, but I, I am truly struggling with why you guys seem to have more fear or respect for the 8-8 eight eight Packers – 
who would be on the road in round one almost assuredly against San Francisco, then the 8-8 eight eight Bucks, who would be home in round one. The, the, the Packers' playoff success on, with Rodgers and LaFleur is almost non-existent. Now, they've been to conference championship games, but they have played to, beneath their seed each year in the playoffs. Brady, on the other hand, is the greatest playoff quarterback as far as records ever. And we have, and they have the easier path in a home game. They have the same record. And it can't be, well, Rodgers has been great. Rodgers threw for 160 yesterday. Rodgers is not the reason they won yeah, yesterday. Yeah, they can run, no, though. But, but run it's, been, it's been all those other things that they've done d- during this five-game stretch where they're returning kicks for touchdowns or returning picks for touchdowns. There's other parts of, of that team that have come alive. And to ride in the way they're riding in, Versus the way that Tampa Bay is riding it, I think that that momentum component to it is, is significant. Okay. Coming up next, will the Patriots sneak into the playoffs? The answer is yes. More first things first. Next. Oh, welcome back to the show. Hot five minutes here for you. Turn our attention to America's team. That dirty, dirty dog, Mac Jones, threw two touchdowns, <laughs> and the Patriots defense stymied the Dolphins. To set up a win and we're in scenario in Buffalo. Or the Dolphins could lose, the Steelers could lose, and the Titans could lose, and we're in. Nick, yeah. you always do like, ah, Josh Allen's on a roller coaster, and Josh Allen's no good. So I assume I you and no I good. are united here, and you're giving the Patriots a good chance to beat the mighty Buffalo so here's Bills. The, here's my problem, bro. Here we go. If the Bills win tonight which we're going to talk about the game in a few minutes, then I need the Patriots to beat them next week oh, so my the hand. Chiefs can be the one seed. <laughs> <laughs> so how, what do I need to do to be a Pats fan for a day? Do I have to like to pretend Dunkin' Donuts is the greatest restaurant in America and talk about the glory days of the Bird, McHale, Celtics? Like, what do I need to do? Do I have to, you know, turn a blind eye to, you know, obvious dirty play by my quarterback? Well, I'm not prepared for this, but what I will say is the Patriots have scored seven non-offensive touchdowns, Mm. and they have the best coach in the world, despite the fact that his coaching staff has – questions yes and i'm i'm sure buffalo is not thrilled that the patriots are alive i bet buffalo was rooting for the pats to lose to the dolphins be done and not have a kitchen sink game coming their way now i might have more faith in the patriots wilds than you because you are terrified of josh allen the way i've never seen someone terrified of another athlete well, as I've said before, I would rather have a poltergeist in my home than have to play Josh <laughs> Allen. I think it would be an easier experience for the walls to be bleeding and my children jumping out of bed terrified. <laughs> That's how scared I am of Josh Allen. And here's why. In our last three games, I threw out the Blizzard game because that didn't really count, even though we did get the W. You won that one. Uh, 3-0. I uh, complete 70% of his passes uh, for about 280 yards. Uh, Ten touchdowns. Zero interceptions. Passer rating, buck uh, twenty-five. So, Coach... I'm very scared of that man, even though Nick comes on every other day and says he's no good. I'm horrified and terrified, so I'm not feeling great, but we're going to give it our best shot. Hey, you think the Pats watched that Raiders game thought, God, why do we trade Stidham? How dare you? <laughs> no, I like, do not think. I, I think wish, wish that guy was back there. <laughs> you, th- you, you like Jarrett the Javelin again? I mean, he tore it up against a yeah. four, really good 49 Beginner's team. luck. Yeah, okay. I give him a chance in respect to what Nick said. 
their ability to turn the ball over, their ability to turn the ball over and, and, and create points out of that, and the Buffalo Bills' <coughs> propensity to turn the ball over. That, that's, where, that's where the game's going to come out of. They're going to need a significant margin in, in the turnover differential to, to win it because otherwise I don't see them being able to generate enough offense. And then the second thing is, are we going to get the Patriots of, of old that doesn't have self-inflicted wounds? Or oh, are we going to no. get this year's Patriots? No, no, no. Holding penalties several... and special team <laughs> well, errors. This is holding pe- yeah, it, it, it's all those things that, were, that are so uncharacteristic of a Patriots team that, that to me is going to We could all root for the Patriots back. if you Look, want. It would be good for the show. Those two are hemming and hawing. You're not beating Buffalo. Okay. If Buffalo wants to play, if the game means something to them, and I think it will, even if they don't need it, right, if Kansas City loses, they still – it's a division rival. No rest. They beat up on them all break. those years <laughs> with Brady. They still may take pleasure in knocking you guys out of the playoffs. So, you you just said it. I'll sum up your little graphic. It's not a he little graphic. owns New England. I, it's my ass owns New England. I know that. Can I say what America should be rooting for, though? What the best story is? The best story is the seventh seed being the Steelers. Oh, and everyone's saying, why is that the best? Why? Who cares? Because Mike, Mike Tomlin... Tomlin and because that team is shockingly now seven and two when TJ Watt You think plays. they're dangerous? I think, Watt there, I think that as the seven seed, they are the one team that are the two. Miami with without Tua and the Patriots are drawing dead in round one you against think? Buffalo or Cincinnati. So if you faced them with the Chiefs, no, the Chiefs would be concerned. No, 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 it'd be better than a bye for the Chiefs. But the Chiefs are on a different <laughs> level come the playoffs, as we showed last year. But do I think that Cincinnati, Cincinnati, if Cincinnati wins tonight, they're the two and Buffalo falls to three? Do I think Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, round three? When they split the season series, no, it could be a good game. Patriots. We want to see America's team. Nobody cares the about the Patriots in. post-Brady. Kenny oh, yeah, it's Pickett. bad for the show. That is that not like true. That's literally Kenny not Pickett true. Kenny Pickett is exciting. Kenny Pickett is a nice player. I, I, yes, he's great. All he's right, no, there you he's go. no baby Mixed goat. Right? He's not the dirtiest player in the league. <laughs> and by the way, no unsportsmanlike penalties for oh, Matt wow. Jones. But where is all street. the tweets? Hang the oh. banner. Hang the little <laughs> he sign. He didn't even have one. one. day without a wildly dirty incident <laughs> from our quarterback. Yeah, I expect an apology. Make the apology as loud as the energy was. You didn't. That's yet. not the, how it goes. Well, keep the same as loud as the energy. I don't keep remember. Keep the same as years old. Whatever it is. Medals time. <laughs> Most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Oh, bro, he was my guy. He was doing everything but writing John Morant love letters while you Wilds. were gone. While what? you weren't He's here. My guy. While you weren't here. You got was, Jose Alvarado. It, it was Jose like Alvarado's so playing great. Yeah. Yeah, 35 for John, a win over Sacramento. Not enough. To Not even close Not to even crack close. the medal stand. This is the most jam-packed medal stand of the year. This should be a bronze medal. Giannis. Had 43 points, 20 meaningless rebounds, if you ask Kevin Wilds, and five assists, and a win for the Bucs over the Timberwolves. That's only a bronze. Wow. Silver. My large adult Slovenian son is averaging a 42-point triple-double while the Mavs are on a six-game win streak, surging into the top four in the West. Lucas surging into the leader on the MVP uh, ballots, 47-10-9. Oh, I'm sorry, 51-6-9 for Luka. And then the gold medal. I don't want to overstate it. It's one of those remarkable performances in all of sporting history. Oh, my God. It's two and one. You just I mean, we're always having remarkable nice. performances in sporting Wait. history. 47, 10 and 9, with his mother watching, with his wife watching, with America watching on his birthday. 
turns 38 years America old. America wasn't watching. It was on NBA TV. America wasn't watching. Oh, I'm sorry, Wild. Some of us are dedicated to our job. <laughs> I am too. I'm just saying it's not. A, it wasn't on. a local on. polo match in Schenectady. <laughs> couldn't watch the game. Oh, yeah. They play polo in January. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. It was still December on his birthday. <laughs> Tonight's game. <laughs> Two of the three best quarterbacks in the AFC go head-to-head. The line has moved. Even more in favor of Buffalo. Two oh, and a yeah. half now. It's in A lot Cincinnati. of steam on Buffalo is what they say at the old gambling houses. Do they really? Are they yeah, river, river, river boats? Yeah, I'm just telling you a lot of steam. Perhaps There's it's a, a river boat. In. Yeah. Reference. Uh, who you got? I have the team that's at home, the team that's better, the team that's a better quarterback, the team that's more tested. That would be check, 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 check the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals are going to win, and the big, bad Buffalo Bills are going to wake up tomorrow morning as the three seed with the same record as the Minnesota Vikings and the same chances of winning the Super Bowl, the Minnesota Vikings, well, the three seed that. in the NFC. So, yeah, I've got Cincinnati. And, Brew, I hope you laminated the standings back when Buffalo was the one seed. Because that's not coming back. He talks more about laminating than anyone That's how you keep things nice. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily. There's other options. There's you other ways. Uh, this is a tough one for me because, as everybody knows, I'm from Cincinnati. It's not a t- <laughs> so they're my team. But my pick is Buffalo. You wrote them off. No, but weeks ago, I wrote them back in, right? I wrote back, unlike Geno Smith. So, I, I, but I'm going with Buffalo. I'm sticking with my pick. Uh, I think they really want that number one seed. Yeah, they have to and have it. They it know they I'm not going to disrespect who they nation, though. I, I think the Bengals no, got not. a shot, but I'm going with Buffalo. I'm going with Buffalo. Nick, is there any other uh, narrative that you're worried about? During, uh, oh, the game. well, listen, I'm telling you right now, whomever, it, it's going to be whack a mole, whomever wins this game tomorrow morning on sports television across the country, this will be on the bottom line. Why isn't Josh Allen, why isn't Joe Burrow the MVP? And what people will mm. say is, well, everybody says it's Mahomes, but Player X beat Burrow and beat Mahomes. Or Player X beat Allen and beat Mahomes. And if, there's, if the Bengals win, here's what people will do. If you take out Joe Burrow's first two games, here's what he's done, here's what the record is, and it won't matter that Mahomes leads the league in literally everything and his team has the best record in football. He's crying out right now. No, he not, it. It's, it's like is. the eight-mile philosophy. Like, say it all, then the other people are like, right, well, I right, can't right. say it. He just said it. <laughs> In a tough spot. That's right. It works. I played on Justin Jefferson to a T. Yes. And now it's coming one more time. Okay. Laminate it up. That's the take.